this is Beyonce, and that's what's hot on the streets from Hot 970. WQHT, New York City. Welcome to Hot 97's Street Soldiers, the hottest talk on radio. Hosted by Lisa Evers. I'm so glad you're joining us for this episode of Street Soldiers. We're talking about drinking, drugs, and sex. When does it cross the line into crime? Guys, could that one-night stand get you a rape conviction and five-year bid? And ladies, ever thought of pressing charges after something happened on a night you can't totally remember? Give us a call right now, 1-800-223-9797. That's 1-800-223-9797. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. Follow me on Twitter, at Lisa Evers. And tweet me your questions and comments right now, at Lisa Evers. You can also find me on Google+, Lisa Evers, Instagram, Lisa Evers Live. And if you want to listen to previous Street Soldier shows, we've got free podcasts for you, along with my Fox 5 news stories on LisaEvers.com. And uh, this is a good time. This is a show, very, very important show. I'm very happy with the guests that we have in studio and on the phone for you. So this might be the time to text your friends and family if they drink, if they go out, if they're a man or a woman that just about covers everybody. Text them right now. Tell them to listen to the live stream if they can't listen to us on the radio. The live stream's on hot97.com. If you have an app, an iHeartRadio app or TuneIn app on your phone, you can listen on your phone as well. Now, we're in the middle, as you know, of the holiday season, and we'll be taking a break the next two Sundays for the holiday all-mix weekends here at Hot 97. But we want to make sure that you know how to have fun without getting into trouble or ending up with emotional scars and just long-lasting psychological damage. We got this idea from a recent case. Now, we just saw a promising college football player in Florida who this weekend was awarded the Heisman Trophy. He was accused of rape after a night of sex with a woman who could not remember what happened. She couldn't even remember where it happened. He ended up not being charged. We've seen Rick Ross lose his Reebok endorsement over date rape lyrics in the Rocco UOENO song where he talked about slipping a molly into a girl's drink and having sex with her. And as the hook goes, she didn't even know it. He later apologized. We've heard stories about celebrities who ask women to sign their consent so they don't get set up for a rape charge after, you know, a hookup. But there are many more stories where the female is victimized, like the two Steubenville, Ohio football players convicted of raping a drunk 16-year-old girl and tweeting it out almost live as it was going on to their friends, and sadly no one had intervened. Or the 20-something fashion executive in the village whose friends left her passed out drunk at a Brooklyn bar, and later she ended up pressing charges, which were dropped against a, uh, not dropped, but he was found not guilty, against a police officer. It's hard to think of any of these cases. I was trying to think of them. I was talking with our team about this. It's hard to think of any of them where heavy drinking or drugs, but usually heavy drinking, wasn't involved. We're asking you, when is it date rape or when is it just a case of you did something the night before, you woke up the next morning and you're like, oh, wow, I can't believe I did that. It's morning after regrets. Give us a call now, 1-800-223-9797. That's 1-800-223-9797. Tweet us your comments and your questions at Lisa Evers at street underscore soldiers. And um, that's a good way. Just hit us up on Twitter at Lisa Evers at street underscore soldiers. If you can't get through 
on the phone lines. Now joining us in studio is Dr. Elisa English. AskDrElisa.com is her website, which you should check out. She's got a lot of good info on there. She is a clinical therapist. Dr. Elisa, thanks for being with us. Thank you, Lisa. We appreciate it. Also with us is Hashem Allah of Hala Edutainment. Um, Hashem, thank you very much for being with us. Thank you for having me. And he says, many women have an agenda. If the agenda is not met, rape is a powerful tool. We're going to find out why he says that. Also with us is Jessie. She's a bartender at an upscale Manhattan bar. She has seen it all going on right there. Jesse. thank you so much for being with us. Good morning. We appreciate it. Good morning. Also with us is um, Lizette Navas. She was a former probation officer for sex offenders. Lizette, thanks for being with us. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. And Sensoray Sun Davis, she's a mental health counselor and school counselor. And joining us on the phone is attorney Kenneth Montgomery. He's a former prosecutor, currently a criminal defense attorney. And uh, we're talking about <coughs> Drinking and sex, 1-800-223-9797. When does it cross the line into crime? Hit us up on the phone lines, 1-800-223-9797. Tweet us your questions, at street underscore soldiers, at Lisa Evers. And Kenneth Montgomery, since you're the lawyer here on the panel. Mm-hmm. Is it good morning, all, Lisa. Good morning, and thank you for joining us. We appreciate well, it. When is it a crime? Where does the well, law stand about having sex with somebody who might be passed out or incapacitated? If you're unable to consent as a result of alcohol or or some sort of narcotic, then you are in the realm of a crime. Um, and, and, you know, a lot of... this is The problem is that socially and culturally, alcohol and drinking is such a part of the Western culture fiber, meaning you're an adult if you can drink, meaning you watch these movies, you hear these songs, and alcohol is often associated with sex and socializing, um, that uh, these young people, they don't quite understand the ramifications. As a prosecutor, many a time when I was served in the sex crimes unit for about six months, grand jury, what you would have, and this crossed the board, Lisa, this was uh, black, Hispanic, Hasidic, uh, white, uh, all across the board. You had these young girls who, and sometimes boys, who had went out a night of fun with friends, maybe a house party, and someone, the drinking came in, and then the memory goes blank, and they wake up in the bed, obviously after sex in the morning, a parent or an adult or someone finds out, uh, and now you have a case. Often, I would speak to some of these young ladies, and they, their, their response was, someone had to have raped me because I usually could drink a lot more than that. I, would, you know, I, I, don't, I don't just pass out on a normal. Uh, with normalcy. So what you had is this is this, this very um, difficult thing to find out what happened, because as a prosecutor, you have to present someone in the grand jury to tell their story factually, um, force, non-consent as to what happened. If a witness is blank and they cannot um, articulate exactly what happened, then you have a difficulty in convincing the jury beyond reasonable doubt. Forget even indicting, because almost anything can be indicted. There's the same thing, you can indict a ham sandwich. <laughs> but from a, a trial standpoint, you have a difficulty. And I think that was probably, you, you mentioned the young, young Heisman Trophy winner. I think it sounds like that was something that the prosecutors... Um, uh, that they I looked at to, because you're talking about yeah. we're talking about Jameis. I hope I'm pronouncing his name correctly. I've heard it pronounced a couple different ways. Jameis Winston. He's a Florida college football player. He just got the Heisman Trophy, which is about the highest honor any college football player can get. 
and they they dropped the, the they dropped the charges against him because she couldn't remember where it happened and she couldn't really remember what happened. Yeah. So and that, think about it from a factual standpoint. The witness remembers how they met, what was going to happen. They admit that yeah, we're going to have drinks, and then the next block of information is I woke up and and uh, you know I, it appeared as though I have had sex. They can't, you know, that that's a problem um, from a, from a chronological standpoint, from a narrative, and um, I think often that's what happens when you have cases uh, involving alcohol or, or some sort of narcotic, and then you have to rely as a prosecutor. You then have to rely on if the defendant um, decides to make a statement as to what he says happened, and then compare that. And often you, you sometimes find yourself stuck with, with um, a case that you, you just can't go that, any That you further. just can't go any further with. Dr. Elisa English, the, um, what kind of a man would have sex with somebody, or is there a, menta- a specific mentality where they would feel it's okay to have sex with somebody who was passed out or incapacitated? I think it depends, but certainly anyone who would have sex with someone who's incapacitated is irresponsible, and they have a human responsibility to someone who is vulnerable. And so someone who has uh, gone through binge drinking or who has, um, you know, seemingly on some kind of drugs, you have a responsibility to see to it that that person is safe and that they're in a well, you know, a safe place. And if you're having sex with them, that certainly, to me, teeters on on borders on the fact that you are are taking advantage of someone who has no control over their mental at that particular point. And so, uh, yes, I would think there's something wrong with them with regard to their mental state. Yeah. 1-800-223-9797. We're talking about drinking and sex. I'm Lisa Evers, your host. Hit me up on Twitter with your questions or your comments for our guests at Lisa Evers at street underscore soldiers. Hashim, you say that a lot of women have the, an agenda, and if they don't, if that agenda is not met, that they'll use that date rape charge as kind of a weapon. Yeah, so I, I truly believe that, and I, I believe that because there's been cases that's proven this. But you know, I, I what the doctor says you, to keep it street, and I'm gonna bring it back academic. I think any man out there that's actually having sex with a passed out woman, you're, something's wrong with him. Period. So, and this this problem is such. It's become so complex. It's actually an issue with our society. So instead of we're indicting individuals that are products of this environment or a social uh, mentality that we have gone forth with the society. I don't know when it became like really cool to drink to the point where you get passed out. Um, and now people are slipping drugs in people's drinks. And, you know, when I'm out there in the streets, I hear it and it amazes me because I'm saying to myself on one minute. Males are priding themselves on being players, pimp, back daddies, but now you need some kind of chemical drug in order to make to a, con- to to make make a conquest. Happen. But Jeff- then there's a lot of women out there, too, that have an agenda. So if they see a brother on the come up or a brother who's got something going on, they're going to make it happen. And then if the brother flips the script on them, you or, they feel, or they right. feel used you, or they don't right. get what they want. You're going to pay for that or their girlfriends embarrass them. So to keep their integrity, it's like, oh, I didn't say or he took it. or you, So, I, again, I say we bring it back it's, to it's, it's, society. It's a complex right. issue. Right. Jesse, you're shaking your head with what he's saying about the uh, it being an agenda. I, I agree with him on that. But I also think that people have to be aware that when you're 
quote unquote blackout drunk, sometimes you're you're acting completely normal, and even some of your really good friends are completely unaware of how drunk you really are. And you wake up the next day and you don't even remember the last three hours of your night out. And um, so I think that you need to be if you're going to drink a lot, you need to be with a good team of people that are watching your back, or else be responsible and only give yourself a limit of two or three drinks so that you can still enjoy your night and remember everything that happened the next day. So have a game plan. Absolutely. And and I agree that women have an agenda sometimes, especially if a guy is a football player at a at a college and he might have a really good future ahead of him or whatever. I think that women go out and maybe uh, sober, they wouldn't do something, but when they drink too much, then they, they cross a line for themselves, and the next day they're uncomfortable with what they did the night before. All right, well, one of that all the time, right, that women kind of go out with men who have lots of money in order to whatever capture them or somehow trap them and but it's still a responsibility we, you know we don't want to just put this on women no like, I don't think, right. and, and I, think right. I think the appearance I think the appearance that a lot there is a, I think that's an aberration I think most guys out here are just probably hardworking guys trying to figure it out I don't think most people we live in America no, let's a- be honest here most not. people aren't wealthy and rich yeah but hardworking in today's you know, environment is actually a good dude yeah, I understand that, but I think we should be teaching, and I think we all in agreement that we should be teaching our young men that, hey, if these, these girls want to drink and, and some girl is coming to you seductively and alcohol is a big part of her, I think you need to tell our young lady, give me a call tomorrow when you sober up. Or let me take your number and follow up on it later. All right, let me take a phone call or two, and we've got more guests here in the studio I want to get to. Let's go to Kareem from Manhattan. Hey, Kareem, you're on Hot 97. Go right ahead. Hey, Kareem. Kareem, I need you to turn the radio down there. All right, sorry about that. Let's go to uh, let's go to, to Sharon. Sharon, hi, you're on Hot 97. Go right ahead. Hi, I just wanted to say that anytime she's incapacitated, whether it be drugs or alcohol, they're not supposed to be having sex or any type of sexual relations because it's rape, plain and simple. If she's coming on to you and she says that she wants it, he has to say no. If he doesn't say no, then he's taking advantage of someone that is not of sound mind and body, and that's a crime. And it's too bad that so many. That's not the law. That's not a crime. That, that's that's not a, that's not the law. Mm. All right, you want to? But he, yeah, I, I think that's. I think that's. I think we're that's talking about socially. Extreme, what's socially acceptable, right? I think that's the other extreme of it all. You cannot tell me a grown person in a social environment who's coming on to you seductively and just happened, it goes back to what Jesse just said. You don't, you, we, there's no uh, uh, a breathalyzer there. There's no blood alcohol test to test someone to see what is the degree. But I think as a matter of caution, young men, you already have a stigma against you when it comes to this sort of thing. I think our young men should just be socially taught to stay away from that. But that doesn't, you know, here's the other side of it. Who are telling these young women that this is okay and that even if you find yourself in a jam, you are still the vulnerable mm-hmm. one? And, yes, they may, um, obviously, um, if you're wrong is wrong, if someone is, is using the alcohol to, to uh, have sex with someone, they can't consent depending on, on the level of how, how, they, how much they've drank. But there has to be something in our society that are teaching our young women that that's just not okay and not well, there's not a, and to put yourself in that position. Well, I think because there's, a, there's, there's a many a young of... men. Listen, there's many a young men who are 15, 16 years old, good kids 
went to a house party, uh, got accused of, of rape in a situation such as this, and these guys are walking around as sex offenders. All right, have to register at 16, 17 years old. I mean, you're talking about responsibility, but also I want to make it very clear that when these crimes do occur and they're proven to be crimes, we're not blaming the victim in this case. Absolutely uh, and, not. and if we have any, if we have any rape crisis counselors listening and want to call in or advocates, 1-800-223-9797. Hit us up on Twitter at street underscore soldiers at Lisa Evers. Let's go to Trevor from Brooklyn. Trevor, hi, you're on Hot 97. Go right ahead. Hey, Trevor. Trevor, you're on the air. Go right ahead. Hey, Drew, something's going on with the phone. We're going to check We're going to check and see what's going on here. Can I say something real quick? Yeah, yeah go ahead, Jesse. I think that um, when, when two people drink, they're, they're both victims because they're both putting themselves in, in the position to make decisions that they wouldn't make when they're not under the influence of something that's going to alter their mentality. So I think that both people need to be responsible for themselves and and a man needs to be on his toes about a woman's condition just as much as a woman needs to be on her toes about her own condition because she's not going to or he's not going to pull the the rape card about her as easily as she could about himself. All right, Lizette, when you were supervising as a probation officer, supervising sex offenders, did you have any cases where it was this kind of date rape scenario where <coughs> alcohol was involved? Well, um unfortunately on my end, um, they're already proven guilty, regardless yeah. of what you know what the situation was, whether there were it was innocently done, two people drank, and unfortunately she felt well, she decided she was raped. I this is a very delicate um subject because too many times that has happened and women don't report it. And the women that do report it it could have happened. It may not have happened. But unfortunately, a lot of these young men, especially young men, especially men in their late teens, early 20s, are considered as sex offenders. Um, and that pretty much just shuts you out it, for the rest of your life of yes. anything that you want to do. Yes, it, it can really ruin your life. In terms life. of a career. It can ruin your life. And, um, or even a job, any basic job. Yes. And my, my issue is, I mean, we're talking more moralistic, if it's a crime, if it's not a Crime is when you when somebody's convicted of a crime, it is proven to be a crime, regardless of how it's proven. It's a good defense, you know. Somehow, no, no, I know. But what what about in terms of these guys? Is there any? Did you keep hearing the same story over and over again, over and or were over they kind of like all over the board? But if we're going to talk moralistic, we have to teach our kids nowadays because working in a school system now, you know, um, we we try to teach our kids, you know, go in a group. Somebody, you know, unfortunately. Alcohol is glamorized. It's glamorized and kids are drinking younger and younger, 16, 15, 14, 13. And they're going out there and they're doing things they're not supposed to be doing. 20 years ago, you know, things were done, you know, undercover. Now it's, they talk about it openly. No, no, totally. And let me, let me bring in some because she works with the, with the high school students. These studies say that, that, that a lot of girls have their first drink at the age of 11 mm-hmm. or 12. That is, yes. 11 or 12. Yes. Um, it's, you, it's, and you're in the high school. Yes, so. I'm in the high school setting. It's so important that parents, we have to talk to our children. because About they, alcohol. About alcohol. Because, you know, at a young age, you don't know what's really going on. You don't know how many drinks that you can handle. At Adele, 
results, we you know we test it out. We take two or three drinks. We know that's the max. Sometimes you as, learn the hard, hard way. way. <laughs> but as, as adolescents, they have no idea, and that's why a lot of them fall in that position of you know them being raped or putting in positions that they don't want to be in of having sex with other partners. That's why we have to talk to them. Um, they there's and the, the crazy thing is social media. It's like you know back in the day, you know it's a shame like it would happen to me. I don't want to talk about it, but now it's open. Uh, through the internet, and once it's well, no, in, that Steubenville, Ohio right, case with right. with the high school football players, they were tweeting it out. Li- they were tweeting it out while the rape was going. While right. the, the, yeah. the incident so was it, going well, on, that's a problem. It's done publicly, so the woman cannot heal, you know, herself on by herself. It's that, okay, that's a, you're raising a good point. I need to bring Dr. Elisa in on this. When this happens, when this happens to a woman, she's she gets she gets drunk. <clears throat> she gets drunk. We're we're talking about responsibility, but she gets drunk. She has sex the next morning she's not sure about what happened she has these feelings of shame what goes through the woman's mind after that and especially with the social media stigma it's not like you can just go oh just the guy and his friends are going to know about it now it's it could be a lot more people embarrassment a clear embarrassment um most rape victims never report the uh brutality they don't they for whatever reason um so it's a it's stigmatized highly and so they're very embarrassed they're shame if they're under 21 which is the legal drinking age i was listening to a campaign this morning about you know drinking from a hip-hop artist which i thought was really a good idea uh but uh yeah they they're under 21 they're drinking so that's a no-no it's illegal and then you're you're taken advantage of sexually and that's also stigmatized and then what else comes out of that if it's a baby if there's disease all sorts of things become you know are a product of that kind of experience and so it's important I think like you said to educate our young girls and boys and I'm also thinking about the LGBT community who's also highly abused in this situation and they also are very fearful of of coming to the forefront around being um, victimized or brutalized by rape and um, binge drinking and, and drugs. So this is something that we need to continue to raise awareness about because the embarrassment alone can in in many ways sort of traumatize a person for and distort them cognitively for a long time. For, time. A, for a very long so time. Hashem, you wanted to say something? Yeah, Mr. So, Holla Edutainment. We're Call cur- me Lisa, please. Lisa. We're, we're a curriculum development company and we run programs literally from Maine to Jersey. Um, and I'm with high school students in rural Maine, high school students in New Haven, here in Brooklyn. And when, I, when we speak about education, and that's something I think we need to address. Educators, when they speak about this, but then, you know, educators got your children for about, about eight hours out of a day. How about parents? You know, our children are going home to households where mothers are getting their swerve on with Surat. Where daddies are getting their swerve on with Ciroc. So the education. Well, not just Ciroc. There's a lot of. I, I mean, well, yeah, I shouldn't say a brand name, but. I, there's, know, there's, a lot of, <coughs> there's a lot of ways. Right. All these different drugs that they're using. You know, the, I, I call alcohol. Still got drug. the cold 45 on the shelf. It, on, wow. See, I don't drink, so I get a little lost on that. But, um, you know, to me, that's, a, that's the issue. We are going at the youth. And, you know, I say when it comes to all aspects in our societies, we have to start educating our adults. Because, you know, I, I if think you're drinking around your kids, if you're if your kids are around the drinking all the time, you think that encourages it more. Is that what you're saying? Oh, Absolutely. Come on. I'm, I'm, listen, I'm from the hood. You know, I've been in the hood where mothers and got drunk in front of their babies and whatever has gone down. And, you know, it was a wild and, and crazy everything. night. Right. So what your daughter take from that? 
Exactly. Exactly. But we also know that alcoholism is hereditary. So there is a genetic factor associated with it. And so I think you raise an important point in that, you know, if a person is, like you said, you're unsure of your ability to manage or handle alcohol and you come from a family with a history of alcoholism, two drinks can probably put you under and make you incapacitated to the point where you are unaware of what you did and what happens the next day. So um, I think that was important. That's a good point. All right, let's go to Chantal from New Jersey, 1-800-223-9797. We're talking about drinking drugs and sex. When does it cross the line into crime? Chantal, what's your question or comment? Thanks for calling in. Uh, no problem. Thanks. Um, I just think that um, I, I like to just say I'm, I've never been a big drinker myself, but I always love going out to the club and dancing with my girlfriends and whatever. But it always disturbed me how... It, it, it's normal that you can't really talk to a chick without buying her a drink. Or, you know, you, 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 that's how a door is open in order to have a conversation or in order to have an interaction. All right, good and, point. And if a woman is already intoxicated and at that level of you can't talk to me without giving me a drink anyways, then... I mean, that, that's such a mm. it's such a horrible normal for society. It is a horrible normal. Jesse, you were saying the you you see as a bartender in an upscale bar yeah. that that there's a lot of women they just want free drinks. Yeah, so they're way too friendly with the wrong people, and men men are terrible at picking up cues sometimes from a woman, and he'll think that she's interested, and his boys are like, no, 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 she's not into you, but he's like, no, and really she's just looking for a free bar tab because she had the mentality that she was only going to go out and pay for a taxi that night. And do they look for guys that are running? And tabs at the bar can they spot that in there um i think or bottle service at bottle I mean, service. At nightclubs especially but um yeah no i think it's more prevalent at clubs but and that's i mean come on we know a, a, a woman see you up in the vip section you know you know what it is she's let's adjusting go, her clothing let's go to harold uh, from brooklyn right now harold hi you're on hot 97 go right ahead yeah i want to make a comment about the things that goes on in the hood and everything like that a lot of this is perpetuated based on the social media and things of what they see and everything. I mean, drinking in front of your kids has been a norm since back in the days when your aunties and your grandmothers and them would tell you to come out and dance for them and things of that nature. I think it's the stability at home more so than society. We need to stop allowing society to raise our kids, and we need to bring them back to the forefront and understand that a family that prays together stays together. So, therefore... They have to understand right from wrong at home, and they can't just have it perpetuated like that. As far as the date rape and everything concerned is, I mean, some of the young ladies, you ask for what you look for and everything like that. The same way with the men. If they go out there and they look for this, then this is what they're going to put, you know, deal with. And at the same time, you just got to carry yourself accordingly. Anyone can drink. They drink wine at the Last Supper, and I didn't see nobody running around acting a fool. So, therefore... It's based on the individual. It is based on the individual. Harold, I want to thank you so much for the call. Let's go to uh, Thomas from Harlem right now. Thomas, hi, you're on Hot 97. Go right ahead. Hello, good morning. How's everyone doing today? Fine, thank you. So I have a comment. My comment is from, so I went to Penn State University, one of the biggest party schools in the nation. (laughs) Yes. And I have lots of female friends that they got drunk, um, particularly just to go out and hook up with men. And their main excuse was, Oh, I was drunk, and I hooked up with a guy. And uh, a lot of them go to a lot of football parties, and they look to hook up with football players. And then, you know, maybe they regret it the next morning. And, you know, in that instance of Jameis Winston, Mm -hmm. 
that happened. And that's just my comment from, you know, going to one of the biggest party One schools of the biggest party schools. Thomas, it, Thomas, interesting point to kind of not making the women look good here, saying what, what, what are the ladies in the studio here to say about that, that, that women will get drunk just to do things that they wouldn't normally do? I mean, we're talking about it. Like, you know, it's a subject that hopefully none of us have ever <laughs> been through. But um, any woman that has been raped, you know, they have a certain type of mentality where they have to relive again they have to create a new norm for themselves so you know when we freely i mean i don't want to offend anybody but when you freely say oh these women want to hook up and you know they want to blame somebody want no 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 that's a disrespect you're saying it's that's a disrespect dis- right from the start it's very disrespectful and you know um when it's one thing when you have beer goggles and then you you want to gnaw your arm off the next day because you don't you can't you don't you don't like the person that you're with and then you go out there it's not easy to just accuse somebody of rape regard so if if a woman you know who's legitimately raped after after drinking and if she feels she was raped unfortunately you have to go with it but i'm not talking i'm not I'm not talking about those women who want to quote unquote hook up. And I, I, I please, you know, there's a lot of educated women out there. I don't want to. I don't want to say like it's all these women because it's not all. No, no. These I'm glad. Women. I'm glad you're bringing up the point for the women. We need to take a short break when mm-hmm. we come back. Kenneth Montgomery, can you stay with us a little bit longer? Because I want to. I want to ask you about the underage uh, situation too. Absolutely. Okay. One eight hundred two two three ninety seven ninety seven. You're listening to Hot ninety seven Street Soldiers. I'm your host Lisa Evers. Twitter at Lisa Evers at Street underscore Soldiers. Tweet us your uh, questions, tweet us your comments, and also want to let you know about Hot 97's Holiday Hot Night coming up this Friday, presented by Angie Martinez and the Hot 97 Morning Show. Your free tickets all weekend long. Funk Flex, Mr. C, Cypher Sounds, DJ Camillo, all mixing live. There's going to be one crazy party. Friday, December 20th at Studio Square in Queens. Buy tickets now, hot97.com. We'll be back right after this. The Hot 97 Morning Show. We started talking about this kid who got put in the padded room at his charter school, started taking your phone calls. These kids nowadays, when they throwing tantrums, they flipping chairs, throwing desks. Now they're in an endangerment to other kids in the class. You understand what I'm saying? When I think of a timeout, I think of a chair in a corner and a child facing that corner. You All right, and one of these little badass kids picks that chair and throws it across He's the room. five. Seen how big these little five-year-olds. I saw a little five-year-old on the street the other day. He walked up on me. I was shook. I was like, what you want to do, little n-? The Hot 97 Morning Show. Weekday morning, 6 to 10. I'm Jeff Craig. By any measure, Peter Jackson's glorious second entry in his three-part adaptation of The Hobbit is a success. New this week in The Hobbit, The Desolation of Smaug continues the epic saga with a new level of visuals and combat. Ian McKellen returns from the Lord of the Rings series and Martin Freeman stars as the hairy-footed hero who confronts the dragon. I found something to do fun. My courage. Good. You'll need it. Don't be shy. Step into the light. That's the digitally enhanced voice of Benedict Cumberbatch breathing life into the fearsome monster, which is animated by Peter Jackson's special effects wizardry. With wonderful performances from the large ensemble cast, The Hobbit, The Desolation of Smog, is a massive mythic triumph. I'm Jeff Craig. Radio City Music Hall, Friday, January 24th. It's the Masters of Ceremony, a hip-hop reunion. Performing live, DMX, EPMD, Rock, Kim, also Naughty by Nature. 
Big Daddy Kane, Brand Nubian, Biz Marquis, Black Sheep, Slick Rick. Tickets are on sale right now for the Masters of Ceremony, a hip-hop reunion on Friday, January 24th at the world-famous Radio City Music Hall. Don't wait. Get the best seats right now. Tickets available at Ticketmaster and the Radio City Box Office. DMX, EPMD, Rakim, Naughty by Nature, Big Daddy Kane, Brand Nubian, Slick Rick, Biz Marquee, Black Sheep, the Masters of Ceremony. This is a reunion you do not want to miss. Radio City Music Hall, Friday, January 24th, the Masters of Ceremony, part of the Chase Visa concert series. What's up, baby? It's DJ Camelo, and there's only one car you want and only one dealer you want to get it from. The number one volume Honda dealer in Westchester and the Bronx. Honda of New Rochelle. There's over 1,000 new and used vehicles available with used cars under $5,000. If you have credit issues, so-so credit, first-time buyer, no problem. Stop into Honda of New Rochelle. Exit 15 off of I-95. Minutes from the Bronx and Manhattan. Honda of New Rochelle.com. Happy Honda days. Western Beef, where you shop much more for less. This week at Western Beef, boneless breast chicken cutlets, only $1.68 a pound. That's right, chicken cutlets for only $1.68 a pound. And this week, every customer has a chance to win a family trip for four, all-inclusive to Walt Disney World. That's how Western Beef gives back to the neighborhood this holiday season. Visit a Western Beef near you to learn how. Western Beef, nothing but fresh, baby. Burlington would like to wish you the happiest of holidays to your budget. Because let's face it, budgets get stressed during the holidays. This year, you can find clothing for everyone on your shopping list. Up to 65% off department store prices every day. Burlington has ladies brand name fleece jackets from $14.99, men's designer sweaters from $24.99, and scarf, hat, and glove sets from $12.99. Make the holidays warmer for your family at a fraction of the price. Shop now, save today, lay away. Burlington, style is giving, style is everything. Okay, gigantic wireless company, we need to talk. Now that my contract is up, I'm breaking up with you. I'm sorry, it's not you, it's me. Okay, it's you a little bit. The two-year contract, the huge monthly bills. You had to see this coming. Yes, I'm switching to Net10 Wireless, and I'm taking everything with me. My phone, my number, even my 4G LTE network. I'm taking it all. Well, you can keep the hidden fees and penalties. You see, with Net10 Wireless's Bring Your Own Phone Plan, I can keep my phone, my number, and still cut my monthly phone bill in half. Now, don't be upset. We'll stay in touch. I just needed some space and some extra money every month. Introducing the Bring Your Own Phone Plan from Net10 Wireless. Keep your phone, your number, and still cut your monthly bill in half. Unlimited data, text, and talk, including 2.5 gigabytes of high-speed data each month on America's largest and best networks, including 4G LTE, just $50 a month. Available at stores nationwide, including Radio Shack. Month equals 30 days. Certain restrictions apply. Please refer to the latest terms and conditions of service at net10wireless.com. There are some things in life truly worth knowing. According to the CDC... Black women account for 64% of new HIV infections among women. Don't let this fact become your reality. Knowing our status is vital, and having trusted and accurate information is essential. OraQuick is an HIV test that you can take at home and get results in just 20 minutes. It's the same test healthcare professionals trusted for years. Now available online or in stores. For more information, go to OraQuick.com. Miss Lauren Hill returns with an exclusive New Jersey performance. Check out Miss Lauren Hill live at the Count Basie Theater in Red Bank on Sunday, December 22nd. On sale now through CountBasieTheater.org. Phone charge at 732-842-9000 and the Basie Box Office. Yo, what up, people? This is Common. And this is the Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, and real people. Only on Hot 97. The people, baby.
the people, baby. Welcome back to Hot 97 Street Soldiers. Thanks to Common for that. I'm your host, Lisa Evers, at Lisa Evers, at Street underscore Soldiers. We're talking about drinking, drugs, and sex. When does it cross the line into crime? 1-800-223-9797. If you're a guy, you need to know this. If you're a girl, you need to know this. Woman or man, whichever you prefer to be called. And uh, we're taking your phone calls at 1-800-223-9797. Want to give you a little heads up. We're, we're going to be off for the next two Sundays because it's the holiday all mix weekends here at Hot 97. But starting in uh, 2014, in the new year, we are looking for digital interns and digital assistants. Yeah. If you are one of these people that goes crazy on Twitter, you're crazy on your phone all the time, you're crazy on the computer, you're crazy on all kinds of mobile devices, you know what? We might just be crazy for you. Mm-hmm. Hit me up, Lisa Evers97 at gmail.com that's lisa evers 97 at gmail.com or just simply lisa at hot 97.com or follow me on twitter at lisa evers and hit me up that way and let us know why you would be good and maybe you could be our our digital assistant our digital interns for 2014 but right now we're talking about this whole issue of date rape these allegations and what's the truth where do we cross the line and it's it's a very common scenario we've been seeing play out play out in many many places around the country cutting across all racial and ethnic groups our own andrew Veras had a situation in college you want to tell everybody about that yeah um back when i was when i was going to college we had a a party up in the cabin and it was a whole bunch of college students like more than a hundred college students it was like two cabins and all i know is that one of my girlfriends came running to me asking me for help uh me and uh, my friend norman so we went over there to see what's going on and there was this girl that was passed out in the bathroom drunk she didn't know where she was she didn't know what she was doing and there was a line of football players that were ready to gang rape her so we had to block the door me and my friend norman and we just stood there and they were like nah we got her we got her don't worry we're gonna take good care of her and we're like nah you're not getting in here we're not letting you in where it turned into an altercation where we all almost all fought it was like four or five football players versus me and um my boy norman and we're just two skinny guys but we we were not going to let that happen. And it was a girl that I've never met before. I've never seen her before. And I've never seen her the, even after the day of the party. But we still stood there and protected her from letting that happen because that's not cool. And that and what, what made human you, responsibility that exactly. I spoke about earlier. He had a human responsibility to her. And what, what made you what made you put yourself on the line like that? Because I have a sister. I have a younger sister, you know. And if my sister's put in that situation like that, um, I it would... You know, it would devastate me, and I don't ever want to see anybody go through something like that. That's not cool at all. No, definitely not. All right, let's uh, let's go to Attorney Kenneth Montgomery, former prosecutor. This situation that we're describing, obviously, if it's forced and it's totally against the woman's will, that's a clear-cut case of rape, correct? Yes. yes. What about if the woman doesn't know that's what... Called, that's forcible compulsion, and, and no matter your age, if, if, if it's forced use in a sexual act, that is... That is rape. All right. What about what seems to be? Here's another scenario that we've we've talked about on the show. That's very common, where a guy who's let's say in his late teens or maybe early twenties, he's seeing a girl who turns out she he thinks she's eighteen. She tells him she's, she's less seven, than she's, she's less than seventeen. Statutory rape. A person less than seventeen years old is deemed incapable of consent for purposes of the law regarding criminal sex offenses. 
However, the statute also provides that it is a defense to a victim's lack of consent based solely on his or her incapacity to consent because he or she was less than 17 years old or mentally disabled or that the defendant was married to the victim at the time. So, in other words, if you're less than... Uh, if you're less than 17 years old and the defendant is 21 years old or more, uh, you're going to face a statutory rape charge. Realistically speaking, um, most of those cases are difficult to pursue because I'm not saying all of them, but a lot of times in those statutory rape cases, the victim um, does not want to go forward. It's something something has happened where the parents may have found out or a guardian and, and it's in a, pre- right the par- and it's also but it, it's also that age of consent too is different in different states i want to point yeah, that out as well I mean, and, and i'm also only cultural. talking about new york absolutely very cultural and, and, and different because we're streaming live across the country right now on hot97.com we're gonna let's go, talk to new york law all right let's go to uh she doesn't want to give her name and let's let's talk about that anonymous are you there yes Okay, thank Good you. Good morning. Thank you for calling in. Thank you, Lisa, for having this issue um, open in the public. It's um, something that needs to be discussed a great deal more. Yes, we do, all of us, male and female both, we need to understand the, the definition of rape and, and non-consent. Well, what happened, to, what happened to you? I'm glad that you're bringing this issue up because you must be careful who you allow in your home, who you have... Who women have to be careful who was around them. I'm uh, handicapped. I'm incapacitated. I'm in a wheelchair, and I allowed a man in to work on a computer, and and the result of that, I was raped. I hope you said. Oh my God! I'm so sorry to hear that. The result of that rape was that when I was able to be attended to medically, I was told that I had herpes, and then. Several months later, it was told that I was HIV positive. Oh, my God. So you have to be careful who you allow in your home. And I want to let every young woman know, be very, very careful of who and what you're having sex with. Be very careful because there are people out here that will hurt you. Oh, my God. Well, listen. This this man did this to me, and I'm not a teenager. I was in my 60s when this happened to me. And he was in his 40s. So uh, and nothing was done about it. So it you never know. Police. You never know. And, Listen, I want I want to I want to thank you for calling in, and I'm so sorry about what you went through. But I, I'm I'm thank you for calling in and giving us the, uh, you know, giving us the the warning and letting letting people know about that. Please, thank Let, you. Okay, thank you. Let's go to Chris from the Bronx. Chris, hi. You're on Hot 97. Now you're a bouncer at a club. Yes, I'm a bouncer at a club. And first of all, good morning to everybody. Good morning. Um, yeah, I'm a bouncer at a club. I go around to different clubs, different uh, crowd, different, um, you know, different shows and whatnot. And I see that, you know, it's not just also the alcohol that gets involved when it comes towards going out. Sometimes it could be either different types of drugs. And me as a bouncer, I do my best to search everybody because most of the times I work at the door. And I do the best that I can to search and prevent from drugs coming in. And I prevent a lot of minors from coming into the club, which is part of my job. Right. And unfortunately, there's some clubs that they have their own in-house. And these in-house that work for the club themselves, they sometimes, they, you know, they let certain things slide and whatnot. And 
sometimes it's out of my hands. And sometimes I stand up and then all of a sudden I get fired and I go somewhere else. Well, in terms of this whole issue of uh, drinking and sex, where do you stand on this? Like, what are you seeing? Like, what I'm trying to say is that sometimes is sometimes there could be drugs involved and sometimes drugs could be sold inside the clubs or inside the party, even though you're trying to be best to prevent it. And there's certain things that you can't avoid. And the way how I feel about it, it's it's abuse, you know. And it's not just also happening in the clubs, but a lot of people, they, they're not responsible. They don't take responsibility in how much they should drink. Some people go overboard. And also watch watch that drink too, right? Yes, yes. And and I had a. There's not some myth. There's not some myth of people dropping stuff in the drink. Yes, and I seen a couple of cases where some lady, um, she was so drunk, the in house took her to uh, a cab, <laughs> and I looked at the plate, and it's one of these fake cabbies. And then about two or three weeks, uh, one of the um, I'm very familiar with one of the officers in um, in around the Queens area, around Woodside. And he comes up and he tells me, oh, you know, there was a, one of these women took a, one of these fake cabs and she got raped by the driver. And, you know, there's a lot of things that we, you know, in the state of New York, we need to prevent. And... No, Krista. Thank you for thank you for calling in, and I uh, and I pre I, I, I appreciate the warning about Lisa, this. Lisa, I hear both of those stories, and I gotta ask all of my brothers out there, men, black, white, Hispanic, whatever. I mean, to real, what is in your mind that you want to take a woman? This, I just can't. I can't relate to that. I I, I really want to ask all of y'all men right now listening, look in the mirror and ask what is going through your mind that you want to. Take something from another human being who's a female. I think that, that's real, and who's not ca- capable of making the that's decision. That's crazy. And I, think I mean, what goes through your mind? It's I think power. that's very important that you always go with a person that you trust. I mean, it's because you you do not leave that person behind because those situations, believe it or not, happen happen day after no, day. No, there've been a lot of a lot of these cases too. The college student in Indiana leaving a party barefoot, four o'clock in the morning, walking down the street, mm-hmm. and designated dis- driver drunk. does not mean you know driving. Designated person means that you take them wherever it was in the cab, taking the train, you walk them. You have to have that go to person, that safe person. But you know, Lisa, you said something there, and and I want to again asked the listeners especially these administrators of these collegiate institutions you know Yale just got called out on their policies around rape all these institutions y'all needed to get it together well it's all it, and, a lot, and a lot of it too it revolves a lot of it too revolves around the drinking Dr. Elisa in terms of the women's where do we draw the line here between you know a victim understanding what a victim is going through or a survivor of one of these incidents and the woman's responsibility what's the woman's responsibility in all this it's difficult because if a woman is suffering from a co-occurring disorder one of being mental illness and substance abuse of some sort i mean she really i was thinking about the mental instability that the attorney spoke about that that could be a way to kind of bring charges up but even that you need to have a prior diagnosis for that it's not like you can bring that up later on that oh i have you know some kind of co-occurring disorder that just came out after the fact you need to have a prior diagnosis and i think that 
part of it is everything everyone's been saying here. First of all, in the home, responsibility, teaching our young girls what it is to be incapacitated. What does it mean when you are unable to think for yourself? So what is the safety plan for your child? I mean, we've all been raised kind of thinking about what is that safety plan, whether we're on the train or in a club. Um, what is the role of the school system and the other uh, systems that our children interface with on a daily basis? I think it's important to keep it at the forefront around awareness, understanding that when you binge drink or when you drink at all, you can be to a point where you're unable to make logical decisions for yourself that could lead to uh, rape and, and diseases and all sorts of things. And I also think it's important for young ladies at a certain point, you know, I mean, some of these women are not like 16. Some of them are 25 and 30 that, you know, what is my responsibility to myself to protect myself and it's to take, not, his, take care of myself? Exactly. It's not just on someone else. Jess, you want to say something? I think that we lost touch with um, understanding that there's plenty of ways to have fun not involving substance and I think it's become such a prevalent problem that everyone involves alcohol and everything you do I mean you meet somebody you go on a first date there's drinks involved you want to do a business with someone you meet up for drinks Uh, even younger in age I mean obviously in college and, and high school it's even worse but it doesn't get any less when you get older no it it's gets like, where, it's like everything's touch. organized around alcohol yeah. um, let's go to Anjali Tyree our associate producer what's happening on Twitter over there so on Twitter, we have a few tweets. One tweet is from at Tank2891, who says, Alcohol is being used as a tool to take advantage of people, as an indirect weapon. People must be aware of who they drink with. Another tweet comes from at Ronald June, who says, Although we may not be responsible for the rape, we are guilty of association indirectly. And another tweet comes from at Mr. Enterprise, who says, This year, I was a victim of a woman accusing me of that awful act, and it delayed my career, and I almost lost my job. All right, which leads me thank you very much for the tweets hit us up at lisa evers at street underscore soldiers jeff j from singleblackmail.org you say men need to be vigilant yes lisa i definitely believe that and i think uh some of the panelists spoke about this already that education does start at the home because when i was younger my mother taught me two very important things when it came to interaction with women one no means no regardless of what she says what her body says or what her actions may say once she says no, you stop whatever you're doing and you respect her decision. Because all of these things talking about laws and perception, I mean, you had a caller earlier who called in and basically had her own perception of what the actual law was. And it feels like men at times, they're gonna, you're going to be in, in society's eye, you're going to be guilty until proven innocent. Well, we so just had that tweet, be- and we just had that tweet from a guy who said his career was delayed because of one of these episodes. Exactly, exactly. And, and, you know, it's being called to me as a man, being called a thief or being called a rapist is two of the most unshakable, slanderous statements mm-hmm. that can uh, happen to you. And that can follow you wherever. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't in the situation with Jameis Winston and everything because, but let's say he, he is innocent. He, he, the charges weren't um, the charges weren't followed through. Or he just got caught for doing what everyone else was doing. What they all do on the campus. Mm -hmm. Not all, but a lot. Going forward, for the rest of his career, he's always going to be known as that kid that was caught in a rape charge. And they'll bring it up. They'll bring it up. Yeah, it'll be in every article that comes up. Good point. Let's go to, let's bring in Nick from Jersey here. Nick, hi, you're on Hot 97. Go right ahead. Hi, what's going on? Um, What's going on? I just just wanted to uh, explain a little situation I was in a few years ago. I was in high school, and 
actually my coach did up. Uh, well, I was a sports guy as well, and a football my player. Coach, yeah, I was a football player. Okay, and my coach brought in me and another football player into our crisis counselor's office, and basically was telling us about he knew was basically telling us that he knew about what went on at a party over a weekend, and basically a girl. You know, she was intoxicated, and uh, a lot of us were at the party, and stuff happened, but nothing that, you know, was anything inappropriate, I guess, or uh, I want to say criminal. So uh, we ended up having to be put on hold for our season for, like, uh, a couple practices and a game. And it turned out that that our coach ended up finding out and the school ended up finding out that everything was fine and it was just a little exaggerated. And then uh, we ended up getting a little bit in, into a little trouble because some liquor was involved and stuff. And recently uh, I was at a function where a lot of my high school class was and the young lady was there and she actually came up to me and she apologized because she said the only reason she did that and carried it out for so long is because she was embarrassed that people found out about what happened at the party. And I just feel like it was just a little unfortunate and spiteful for her to do something like that because we ended up having to get the worst end of the stick, and we missed out a couple of practices, which, you know, we missed a practice, I mean, a game, and it's just I feel like the men get the, the wrong end of the stick a little bit too much because females do play that role. They blame the liquor for their actions, and then when their actions come out into the light, they get embarrassed and uh, you know, go salt. No, I'm, I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're bringing this. I'm glad you're bringing this point up, Nick. I want to thank you so much for the call. What What about this, son? When uh, he's and especially with that that aspect of the girl being embarrassed, thinking like, okay, now everyone's going to find out about this. That does happen. But the point of the matter is, both of you guys played the role. Um, you know, a lot of people are afraid to snitch or say, you know, especially when it comes to teenagers, stuff like that. There's people that you can call and say, listen, this person isn't, you know, is not ready. Uh, it's not focused to drink. You know, when you drink your body, everything changes. Like even when you say no, you know, girls, you kind of go, you might go, no, boys have to know no means no. You know, no matter how it is. Um, and girls also have to realize you ha- you cannot go everywhere and anywhere just drinking. Oh, you oh. have to know. No, you have to, have to have it to. It takes both sides. Boys have to figure it out. Listen, this is I'm not going to do this. If I, I like her. How about when a, when a guy say no, though? No one is addressing that. When a guy a guy says no sometimes, girls be like, oh, come when? on. When is the guy saying no? Do say no I'm just. I, mean, does, I, mean, I shouldn't be making a joke on a serious topic. I'm just but saying. It's, it's, All right, it's but wait, wait. Sides. Let, let me sides, let me though. just raise something real quick because we. What, how many minutes do we have? Mm. Like, oh my God, real quick, Kenneth Montgomery. There, there's also kind of a trend for women to text the guy yes to send mm-hmm. send an affirmative text. Does does that does that protect you? Let's say she's really drunk, but you really the guy really wants it to happen that night. And he if, thinks, if I'm, if and he I'm texts your, her and says, "Do you want to have sex?" And she texts him back and says, "Yes." Does that protect well, him if she changes her mind? As, the next a, as a defense attorney, you have a defense. However, I can imagine a hypothetical where, um, you know, obviously you're not together, uh, you're not near each other when that text uh, transmission goes through. I can imagine a situation where someone has been accused and they have that text. But they then say they changed their mind and something went afoul. So it's not an absolute uh, defense, but honestly, if you're a young man, 
I would not get rid of that text. Uh, if, if I'm your lawyer, I'm advising you to, to uh, contact your, we're subpoenaing your, your cell phone company and we're getting that, that text transmission because I think that you're going to need that because I think, as one of the guests said, the stigma as well as the attitude of where there's smoke, there's fire is really, really, really strong. And in the event you are convicted of a, a, a sexual act, you're going to have to register as a sex offender. And Which is a very, that's, that's, that is the, that's and, that, and that's, that's a horrendous, a way end, yeah, and that's yeah. a great way to end this. Kenneth, mm-hmm. Attorney Kenneth Montgomery, thank you so much for being with us. We really, one, we really appreciate it. And also um, on the phone also, Jeff J. from singleblackmail.org. Thank you for calling in. And to thank anon- And to anonymous, the uh, the lady who was in the, the disabled woman who was raped in her own apartment, I just want to thank you for having the courage to call in and share your story with us and, and, and to remind some of the, the more grown-up women too that they need to be careful about this as well and it's not just something that's happening to uh, to our teens so uh, thank you for calling in and, and hopefully hopefully you're able to recover from everything and uh, have a, as good a holiday as possible I want to thank all of our guests today the one and only Dr. Elisa English check out her website AskDrElisa.com clinical therapist thank you so much for being with us oh, thank you we appreciate it Hashim Allah Hala Edutainment thank you so much for being with us we appreciate Jesse, thanks for the uh, inside from behind the bar with the bartender sees. Because you're, you're sober Thank while you. everyone else is uh, way too sober. Yeah, sometimes. getting it. <laughs> Get, <you're right. laughs> I hear you. All right. And also, Lizette um, Navis, thank you so much for being with us. Thank we you for having it. me. And Sensoray Son Davis, a mental health counselor and school counselor, thank you so much. Thank we, you. We really, really appreciate it. And also, shout out to uh, the one and only Ronnie Sykes helping us get our guests together for this show. I also want to remind you, we're going to be off for the next two Sundays. It's a holiday all-mix weekend here at Hot 97. We'll be back that first Sunday in January, and we're going to be talking about a different kind of a new you for 2014. We're going to be talking about the digital you. What is out there about you? What is it, maybe that job you thought you had locked locked up and was yours and had your name on it? Maybe they found something that you said. Maybe it was between you and somebody else and they found it out. What about some pictures? Maybe there's some pictures out there, ladies, or guys too, that uh, you know they saw it and they're like, we can't have somebody like this working in a corporate environment. Or college, it's between you and somebody else for, for that one spot or that one scholarship. So we're going to be talking about this whole thing with a great expert from Silverback Social, Chris Desi, and uh, how to recreate and clean up your image, your your cyber image, your digital image for the new year. Now, also, we are looking for digital assistants and digital interns for 2014. If you would like to be a part of our Street Soldiers team here on Sunday mornings, hit us up, LisaEvers97 at gmail.com. That's LisaEvers97. L-I-S-A-E-V-E-R-S 97 at gmail.com. Let us know why you want to do it and what kind of skills you can bring to the team here. And also, I want to thank my whole crew here at Hot 97. Our executive producer, Tone Capone. Our associate producer, Angelique Tyree. Our production supervisor, Andrew Varis. Amber Ravenel. Our board op and tech support, the one and only TJ. So I want to thank all of you. Wish everybody a very, very happy holiday season. A very happy new year. And, uh, you know, check me out. LisaEvers.com. You can stay in touch that way. Twitter, at LisaEvers. Google Plus, Lisa Evers, Instagram, Lisa Evers Live. All I want for Christmas is more than 50,000 Twitter followers. So please, <laughs> at Lisa Evers, hit me up, hit me up. That's all, I'm not the 10,000, 10, 10 Gs away. Come on, we can do that in two weeks. All right, hit me up, at Lisa Evers. Have a great week, everybody. Remember, use your mind, 
You know what? Some people want different things. Have a, <laughs> have a great. I'll see you at Hot Night if you're going to be there. I'm going to be rolling with the girls. Watch out. Have a great week, everybody. Remember, use your mind. It's your best weapon. I hope it's your only weapon. I'm Lisa Evers. Push for peace. Due to overwhelming success, we can no longer keep this huge secret. <clears throat> Sansone Auto Mall is giving away a $1,500 Visa gift card.